0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastors Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. I'm Matt, and this is Jessica.
1: Hi. What's up,
0: Jessica? Hello.
1: You know what's been fun is we started a few shows ago doing uh, a question of the day. Yeah. So we did Favorite Book of All Time. We did um, How We Like Our Coffee, and people are coming up to me and yeah. like, Saying, "I like my coffee like that too," or yeah. "I'm reading that book too." And it's what fun. was cool is
0: you put a Facebook post out, um, yes. asking people questions, and you know it's just fun. A lot of our friends are asking us questions, and so if you want to jump in on that, uh, you got to follow Jessica on Facebook. Or Do you just, have a, did you cancel your Facebook? I'm yet? About she to. threatens every I'm other so five sick minutes, of
1: it every other uh, day. To threaten,
0: threaten Facebook cancel.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, and then Facebook rage brings quit. Me, well, they bring me back in with like beautiful, <laughs> precious videos of our daughter singing the Dippy Dippy Spider. Remember yeah. that? Oh, so sweet. So yeah, I'm still on Facebook, but really you should just comment on our YouTube link or on our East Coast page. and, And just tell us what questions, what do you wanna know about us? Or how I put it on my Facebook was what, is a great question that maybe we wouldn't know about one another after 17-plus years of marriage. And, man, people showed up, got some really good questions. Okay. Yeah, so are, this morning— Are we morning, opening with
0: that, or what are we opening with?
1: Well, let's talk—tell tell them what a Morning Breath is. Yeah, Morning
0: Breath. It's a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. It's, it's an incredible— Long-standing Bible study that East Coast Christian Center we do, and uh, Pastor Dan runs it on Tuesday through Thursday. But me and you have a show on uh, Monday and Tuesday. We we send it out by video. Just if Monday. you're not familiar, excuse me. Did I say Tuesday? Uh-huh. I used to do Tuesday forever. Yeah. So on Mondays we do actually video, and so we have. On the radio, on podcast, on video, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere videos are, uh, we have the ability to uh, put this out. And so that's what Morning Breath is. We take a chapter of the Bible, we study it, and then we talk about it together. Yeah. And we don't prepare a message, but we prepare our hearts.
1: Yes, we do. And you can find out more at eccc.us. So thank you for that. Thank you. I'm getting coffee delivered right now. Thanks, Woo! Nick. Cheers. Producer Nick. Coffee. Boom. Coffee for the win. Okay, so the question for today is... This could get. This could get. And icy. I never know these. This could get I icy. don't know. I
0: never know the question, <laughs> which is the best part. And
1: I already had this question, so I did, I'm not giving anyone credit. Oh, you get to
0: prethink.
1: Yep, I do. It's my right. Um, favorite music genre. Mine and yours.
0: That's a, it's a weird question because for me, it's like a mood. Oh God. Like what mood am I in? <laughs> so true. Yeah, like I, I, you can't listen to classical music while you work out, per se. I mean. Maybe you could if you're crazy, but Let's anyway, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, man. Can first? Yeah, go ahead.
1: So my favorite, and I didn't realize this until recently, is actually Motown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like... I was... <laughs> Like about to cough. That was not a reaction.
1: <laughs> he looked like you were gonna throw up. I I'm was like, like, "What the heck?" Okay. No, I was about to cough. So it's really funny together. The, the other night, this is how this happened. The other night, that we. Your favorite. That's I entr- that hurts. Calm down. <laughs> I. We were. How did it? How did this start? I can't remember. It was me. You. And the boys, I think, the, no, Hudson was sleeping for some reason. And it was Adeline and Reagan, I think. Anyway, we were sitting there, and I introduced you guys to these twins on YouTube who react to, okay, so they're young. They're probably like teenagers still, or maybe 20. And they react to um, see or listen to music they've
0: never heard before, yeah, never listened to. Right.
1: So they'd never heard Whitney Houston. And so they hear, I will always love you for the first time. And you're watching them Phil l- Collins, listen. Phil Collins. Yes, Phil Collins do, was do, the first do, 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 one.
0: Dude, and we are laughing so hard. Oh my gosh, we're laughing so hard. Such great videos. So they
1: did a Motown song, and I just realized I love Motown. And I come by it honestly. I was born in Detroit. Fly or something. Okay, I was born in Detroit, and um, my mom just has always loved Motown, and I grew up on it. And so then we switched from watching those guys to uh, Motown on Pandora, and I knew every word of every song. And our kids were looking at me like, "What? Who are you? How do you know all these songs?" And then you told me you don't like Motown. Yeah, I don't. And like I'm it. like,
0: "Is that is that make you like it?" Yes. Because I'm pretty sure. That sold sold you. On I think Motown it did. When I said I don't like Motown, I was like, That's my like, new favorite." Race what? It's now my favorite. It's my music. favorite. Yeah. Prob- is, it, how could that be your favorite? I, I just, love it. I, I want to challenge you, but I won't. I mean, but I kind of want to.
1: I love it. Apart from worship music, That's what I
0: was going to say, you listen to like Shane and Shane.
1: Apart from worship music, Motown. I thought my Shane favorite. and
0: Shane would have been your favorite.
1: It's one of my favorites, but let's just put worship aside and just say God wins
0: God all the time, wins.
1: and then I'm going to say Motown. Yeah, What's yours? so it's probably going to be something I hate.
0: Probably, uh, <laughs> you know, I I would say I love tons of music, and it really does depend on what I'm doing. Um, it it really depends on the artist too. So I don't like all types. So I hey, I like rap. I don't like I oh, like very yeah. limited bandwidth of rap. Here's right? the
1: thing: you don't want to be put in a box over this question. But
0: I'll tell you my favorite music. My favorite artist is Matis Yahu. Um. He's an acidic Jew who does reggae, okay? And so he does jewish, Jewish-themed jewish reggae. And reggae is a lot about suffering, you know? It's just like the suffering that people went through. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about the Jewish people's suffering. Uh, it's something that kind of came out sort of when I was in, you know, 20 to 25 years old. So it hit me like when I was a young adult. It was really cool. I really knew it was... Totally out of the box, and he is an awesome reggae artist. Like you hear him sing, and you're like, and then you see what he looks like. He looks pretty average now. Like he's he's older. He's probably fifty something. So, and I say older, I I mean I'm forty something, but like older because his hair's gray now and it's cut short. But when he, he was
1: long curly hair.
0: No, he had he looked like an acidic Jew with the oh. with the black rimmed hat, the curling and the down two curled um, uh, sideburns. Yes, yes, they're not sideburns. They're above your sideburns, but they curl down. Beard, yeah. full-on, like New York, yep. like Israel, uh, Jew with the 1800s hat and ro- yep. uh, uh, overcoat. But he's but he my favorite artist.
1: Did he sing Jerusalem? Yeah, Jerusalem.
0: Yeah. My favorite artist. Yeah. So I always have to say uh, I'm happy, reggae. I'm happy about your answer. But not all reggae because I've tried to find other reggae and it's like, nah.
1: I'm really happy about your answer because I thought, and I wrote in my notes, that it was going to be jazz. No, because I hate second place blues, jazz. second place
0: for sure. I like almost all blues. So if you're gonna say genre, it has to be blues. I can do um, blues, but I like Mata Jahu better than like blues. Yeah, I don't know what box that's in. Yeah, but like blues is my favorite genre. Jewish reggae. Jewish. <laughs> that's your favorite. Jewish <laughs> reggae. Okay, just like I like it like my coffee, very rare and like pretentious. Okay. <laughs>
1: wow. Now that you know more than you ever wanted to know, let's read the Bible.
0: What about favorite color? <laughs> Can we ask Gosh. that?
1: Mine is green and yours is black. Yep. And is black a color? We don't know. Let's just move on. Okay.
0: It's the best color.
1: <laughs> we're in Proverbs 21. It's been so great to be in Proverbs.
0: By the way, my Bible's black, just in case and you were your wondering. your shirt is black
1: and your shoes are black. So. Okay but your heart is not black. Your heart is gold. Okay, Um, I'm gonna read, what did I write down here? I'm gonna read through 17, although I like 18. So I'm gonna read through 18, you're gonna start at 19. All right. right there. Okay. Please read. Proverbs chapter 21. The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it whichever way he wishes. Every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs and examines the hearts of people and their motives. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice, for wrongs repeatedly committed. Haughty and arrogant eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked, their self-centered pride, is sin in the eyes of God. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance and advantage, but everyone who acts in haste comes surely to poverty. Acquiring treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor, the seeking and pursuit of death the violence of the wicked will return to them and drag them away like fish caught in a net because they refuse to act with justice. The way of the guilty is exceedingly crooked, but as for the pure, his conduct is upright. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop on the flat roof exposed to the weather than in a house shared with a quarrelsome, contentious woman. The soul of the wicked desires evil like an addictive substance. His neighbor finds no compassion in his eyes. When the scoffer is punished, the naive observes observes the lesson and becomes wise but when the wise and teachable person is instructed he receives knowledge the righteous one keeps an eye on the house of the wicked how the wicked are cast down to ruin whoever shuts his ears at the cry of the poor will cry out himself and not be answered a gift in secret subdues anger and a bribe hidden in the pocket strong wrath i read that so wrong starting 14 a gift in secret subdues anger and a bribe hidden in the pocket strong wrath calm as matter When justice is done, it is a joy to the righteous, the upright, the one in right standing with God. But to the evildoers, it is disaster. A man who wanders from the way of understanding godly wisdom will remain in the assembly of the dead. He who loves only selfish pleasure will become a poor man. He who loves and is devoted to wine and olive oil will not become rich. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous and the treacherous in the place of the upright." where they fall into their own
0: traps better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman there is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise but a foolish man squanders it he who follows righteousness and mercy finds life righteousness and honor a wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the trusted stronghold whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul's soul from troubles and a A proud and haughty man, Scoffer, is his name. He acts with arrogant pride. The desire of the lazy man kills him, for his hands refuse to labor. He covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with wicked intent? A false witness shall perish, but the man who hears him will speak endlessly." A wicked man hardens his face, but as for the upright, he establishes his way. There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Amen.
1: Amen. Okay, I want to start by saying this. I think a lot of times when people especially are new to being Christians— You hear that um, praying is the thing you should do and you hear about praying and you hear people pray, but you don't know how to pray. So I really liked this in my amplified version of the Bible. Speaking of verses 30 and 31, it says, there's no human wisdom or understanding or counsel that can prevail against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance and victory belong to the Lord. And on the bottom of my um, Bible here, it says, speak the word. And then basically took these verses and adapted them into declarative statements and they turned it into a prayer. So I just want to tell you, if you don't know how to pray, this is a great place to start is take scripture and turn it into a declaration and you are praying. So they said, God, I declare that no human wisdom, understanding or counsel can prevail against you. Deliverance and victory belong to you alone. Isn't that an easy way to pray? Mm -hmm. Just that's a great way to start is just take verses from the Bible and make them into declarative statements. And we can expound on these verses because they're amazing. But bottom line is no human wisdom trumps a word from the Lord. But often a word from God makes no sense in the natural. And I was just thinking about some things in the Bible, like um, the things that Moses was told to do when they were battling in Egypt against Pharaoh with the plagues. Like he was told to throw down his stick and it would turn into a snake and all those stuff. Or or leaving, how about the disciples? Like leaving their livelihood, their boats and their families and following Jesus. Mm. Or uh, I forget who it was, but someone was told to throw the ax head into the river and it would float. Like it's an iron ax head. It should not float and it floated. So some of the things that God tells us to do and tells people to do don't make sense in the natural, but they trump human wisdom. And it's better to... Um, follow the voice of the Lord and the leading of the Lord. And then for verse 31, um, the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance and victory belong to the Lord. Like Obedience is our job. And then the supernatural is God's job. So there's a saying you you prepare like it depends on you, but you believe like it depends on God, because it really does. And something I've been praying a lot lately, I've just been on this kick, and I think it's probably good, um, is that We have to trust God to do what only He can do. So there are things that we can do, we're called to do. There's things in the natural, like obedience and um, surrender and trust and praying and um, again, believing. But then there's things that only God can do. There are like supernatural things, like He can only, He's the only one who's gonna make an iron axe head float. And that's just an example. Like, we're not telling you to go throw your axe head into the river, to the banana river. But, you <laughs> know what I mean? Well,
0: wasn't this a stick that was thrown into the water and the axe head floated up to the top because he had lost it? Is that something what you're referring like that. to? Yeah. yeah. So he was asked to do something in faith to yeah. get that thing that he lost back. That's and, it. You know, it didn't quite make sense to him. And, you know, what really stood out to me, uh, I uh it's funny, like, I I use my phone to highlight verses, and I'm like, now I'm reading my Bible, and I don't have the verses highlighted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what in the world? So I'd grab my iPad because it's connected to my phone; it's all linked together. But and I was looking at different translations just now. But the He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. Mm-hmm. And what verse I, is it? It's verse twenty-one of Proverbs twenty-one. Okay. And the thing about this chapter is, there's a lot in here about like. What you do wrong, like the way of the guilty man is perverse, or like uh, the soul of the wicked desires evil. Um, there's a lot about uh, sinning, there's a lot about making mistakes, there's a lot about these things. And what then he follows it up with, but look, you follow righteousness and mercy, you're gonna find life, righteousness, and honor. And I think what happens uh, a lot of times in our lives is when we are doing good, we feel good. You know, and we were like, yeah, like I got this, like I got life. I, you know, it's kind of like the highs are high and mm-hmm. you just like, yeah, I'm going for it. But when you, when you make a mistake or you do something, you know, that's wrong, um, if you're taking credit for like the good things, mm-hmm. you'll really start taking credit for the bad things right. too. Um, you'll take them to heart. You'll take them, you'll, you'll, you'll overtake them. See, there needs to be some credit for the good and some for the bad, but what you can't do is take away um the thing like mercy and god covering and we all make mistakes we all do things that we shouldn't do we have all desired something wrong like every one of us has it doesn't make us wicked mm-hmm. that is a wicked desire but it doesn't make us a wicked person and what we've got to we've got to break free from sort of okay if we're reading this without he who follows righteousness and mercy will find life, righteousness, and honor. So what righteousness and mercy is, it's it's wanting to be in a right standing. So it's a desire for good. It's a desire to do it right. And so you have a desire to do something wrong. You make a mistake. Uh, you sin. You fall. You, you do something stupid. Well, there's got to be a desire within you to come out of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's, ah, man, your heart, as David would even said, uh, Solomon's father who wrote this, it's like his heart smote him, right? Mm-hmm. When he did something wrong, it, it burned him. Uh, when he did something really wrong, you know, he, he I mean, it, it about destroyed his life, mm-hmm. but he had a desire to come out of that and come into righteousness and mercy. And in that, he found life. He found righteousness and he found honor. Mm-hmm. And so there's a way out. There's a way out of rough, you know, all of the things that you read in here. And I, I just thought it was cool that I highlighted that in Proverbs 21, in the NIV. And it actually, when I read it again here, and uh, New King James, when I read it the other day, it highlighted it as well. It's so following righteousness and mercy, that's where you're going to find life, righteousness and honor. And I heard, uh, we were talking about somebody at church today who is struggling and. Um, they had taken offense to somebody and Pastor Chris, he said, you know, you, why don't you give people what you want? Like, if you want mercy, then give people mercy, mm-hmm. okay? And um, that's so true. Like, if you want righteousness and you want mercy and you want honor and you want long life, give those things to other people. And then I, then I even thought about like at different seasons in my life. I was less likely to give mercy to people because I was more arrogant. In my abilities, like, especially when I was younger, zero mercy for anyone except myself. You know, it was like, (laughs) I get all the grace and mercy that I desire, but I give it to no one. And then I thought about Jesus when he was going to, um, when they were going to go stone that woman. He said, he who has no sin, go ahead, cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says from the youngest to the oldest, they walked away. Or the oldest, oldest to the youngest. To youngest, the oldest person put his stone down yep. and walked away first. Why? Because the old and the older you are, the more that you know how fallible you are, how how you make mistakes, yep. how you've struggled. When you're younger, you can tend to be more arrogant and mm-hmm. more haughty and like, you know, whatever. Right? That's a tendency. Now, that's not always true. Sometimes young people make huge mistakes, you know, and they know that. But mm-hmm. I just thought about, hey, let's hey, put our stones down, you know, righteousness, mercy, give people what we desire. That's that's what I got.
1: It made me think when you were talking about, like, if we take credit for all the good stuff, then we'll be inclined to take credit for our, all the bad stuff and we won't give ourselves or other people mercy. There's this song by Hillsong United, I think, called Highlands, and it's Highlands parentheses song of ascent. Um, we were listening to it on the way here and, just talks about in the highlands, which could be like the hot, the mountaintop moments, like everything's great, and the heartache. In the highlands and the heartache, uh, God is neither more or less inclined to us. Like our decisions, what we do, I was talking to someone else about this today, what we do um, doesn't affect God's love for us. It doesn't affect his nearness to us. It certainly affects how we feel toward him. It affects, um, if we are not following righteousness and mercy, it definitely affects our ability to hear him clearly. Like our heart posture is important when it comes to our relationship with God. But in the highlands and the heartache, God is neither more or less inclined to be near us. And it was such a beautiful song, if you haven't heard it. Yeah. I really recommend going to see it. But again, what you were saying reminds me of verse two, which is every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs and examines the hearts of people and their motives. And every time you talk about motives, it always convicts me because when you really think about your motives of doing anything, and that's why one reason I want to get rid of Facebook, I don't want to want people to like my stuff. Like I don't even want to have to deal with my own heart and my own motives in that You know, I just want to take that away because the tendency is to post something and be like, gosh, I hope people like this. You don't post things and think, I hope no one sees this and I hope I get zero likes. Like, (laughs) or you're just better than me. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I think when when you think about yes, every way of ours seems right to us in the moment, especially, especially if you don't stop and think about your motives, but the Lord weighs and examines the motives. It is very convicting in a good way. And I don't remember where I got this prayer, um, but it's very simple. And for a season I was praying it daily, but it's, very, it's just super short. And the prayer is, God, give me a soft heart, pure motives and clean hands. If you pray that and you mean it, man, like you're like, it's going to be well with your soul. It's going to be well with you, a soft heart. You're open to other people. You're going to be giving mercy to people, pure motives. You're going to be making the right choices for the right reasons and clean hands. You're going to actually be doing things that are right. So
0: it's really good. I love verse 31. Um, It says the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. And I think this brings a balance to like, God loves me. it doesn't matter what I do. You know I do whatever I want that's just not true. Flat out. We have to prepare. we have to prepare. we have to do the right things. We have to try when we fail we you know we get back up, we keep going we you know we just keep rolling but we we've God a delivering God like he's the one that actually wins our battles at the end of the day we can't win him in our own strength and so we prepare our heart we prepare we, we cultivate our soul we make the best decisions that we can we you know if we fail we get back up we work through that we keep going we keep our head up we keep rolling and so I love this idea that verse before there's no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord literally nothing can stand against God Right. And so if we put our trust in him and we give it our best shot, God is now on our side. He's gonna fight for us. He's gonna fight with us by our side against whatever the enemy's trying to do to kick kick our butts that day or kick our butts that week. He, he can't stand against it. No one can. The deliverance is of the Lord. And I love this word. Deliverance just spoke to me for just real split second. Deliverance means that you're actually in trouble. Like you, there's a troubling situation or like you've been taken over by something or something surrounding you. Um, You need out of that trouble. Like God will actually deliver you out of that trouble. It it isn't just protect you from trouble, deliver you from trouble. Um, Delivering, uh, you know, when you go through deliverance often, you think about something taken out of you Mm -hmm. spiritually. Well, well, that's what this talk about. God will pull that out of you. It's God good. will pull you out of that situation, one or the other. That's what deliverance is. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Morning Breath. We will, um, we're excited. We're glad that you're here and we're, we'll see you next week. We've got some more fun questions as well as studying the word in Proverbs chapter 25. Yes. Bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors.
1: So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in.
0: Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com.